Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, you can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Uh, hello there, Ben. And Fernando. Hey, hey, Ben. Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. We have another fantastic episode for you. We're going to discuss TikTok. Oh, my God. Do members of Congress get it? Yeah, they do. <laughs> They're know. so cool. They're so hip. So tell me, does TikTok uh, connect with the Wi-Fi in your house? And if so, can it see my wife's vagina? Um, is TikTok, is it gay? Is TikTok gay? Oh, my God. We'll also discuss what happened this week. Obviously, another school shooting absolutely devastating. Uh-huh. In this case, it was an individual who identifies as transgender. So just when you thought the gun debate wasn't enough, now let's bring in social politics. Right. How exciting for every politician to mine this for all it's fucking worth, including Marjorie Taylor Greene in uh, a clap back to the <laughs> trans day of visibility. She is now calling it the trans day of vengeance. No, that had her Twitter account suspended for seven days. And she <laughs> said, let me back on restore my Twitter account. Does Twitter connect to your Wi-Fi? <laughs> now, tell me, folks, can Twitter make my son gay? <laughs> and we'll also keep you updated right now on what's going on with Elvin Bragg, the Manhattan DA, regarding Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. The walls are closing in. <laughs> Donald Trump predicted last week that he was going to be arrested on Tuesday. It did not happen. Now the Manhattan grand jury is pausing for a month, <laughs> which if you for those that don't know, and I know everyone does know this, but just to reiterate, right. okay. grand jury, it's not grand. It sucks. <laughs> I was on grand jury for two weeks. It is a horrible experience in New York City. It's 22 people. You got to get 12 of those 22 people to have a consensus that they should go forward with the charges. Mm. All it does is bring charges. It doesn't mean if someone is guilty mm. or innocent. That's why you have the trial. Right. So these poor schmucks have just mm. been sitting there <laughs> for weeks on end just waiting to finally make some decision on if Donald Trump will be prosecuted or not. But at this moment in time, no. again, the walls? seems like there's a lot. No, the walls. Can I get an are... update on my walls? I think the walls have stayed the same. Okay. I don't know. At this point in time, it looks like another mm-hmm. a lot of smoke. But still, no, no, no big fire yet. You know mm. about Schrodinger's cat. Do you guys know about this? That Who? Phys- what? The, it's this Who? physics what? program that, that like, the, there's a cat in a box. You don't know if it's alive or dead. Trump is the same. The walls may or may not be closing in, but they're moving. Something's happening. Something <laughs> is happening. They're reverberating and, in place. <laughs> something certainly happened in Waco, Texas as well. That's where Donald Trump went to give a large speech. Of course, Waco, Texas, known Pretty much exclusively for the Branch Davidians <laughs> and David Koresh. I believe for that was 1993 thing. when the ATF went in there and acted horribly. We actually mm-hmm. covered Waco and what happened regarding the United States government and, of course, the cult that was the Branch Davidians. A lot of bad things happening within that cult. Mm-hmm. However, was the government response the best? Probably no. not because it did lead to a lot of death, 
a lot of fire and a lot of anti-government sentiment. Obviously, right. Donald Trump going to speak in Waco, Texas, mm. playing on that and discussing <laughs> you know, how he's been demeaned and undermined, the only billionaire to, to ever have it rough, <laughs> <laughs> how the government's coming after him. And if he if they can come after him, they can come after you, oh, too. Okay. So obviously the message being that uh, his followers, much like the Branch Davidians, are fighting the powers that be. Until the powers that be burn them alive in their homes. Travis, what did you think about uh, Trump's speech? Uh, Just on some polling notes, DeSantis is falling fast. Mm, According to all the data that we're seeing from the Quinnia PAC polls and so on and so forth, Trump is up double digits against DeSantis. And that number only seems to rise the more that DeSantis is seen in public. So with that backdrop, Trump probably feels pretty good. Going into the GOP primary. Yeah. I mean, like we spoke about in the show last week when we were speculating about what would happen to Trump and these potential charges, would he get perp walked? We didn't know. And instead, what happened was he went and did a rally again in Waco. Wacko and Waco, I believe, the headline of the New York Post. New York Post always (laughs) nailing it with the (laughs) New York Post headlines. (laughs) If you open up the if you open up the newspaper, you might get dumber. Although sometimes you can (laughs) glean something in there. I'm like, you know what? New York Mm. Post, that was a little bit of a kernel, uh, a corn kernel in this beautiful turd that is your uh, newspaper. (laughs) Absolutely. I appreciate good puns in my news and whenever necessary. So uh, but like we said. Before anything happened, we just kind of pontificated. And I would say correctly that as Donald Trump always comes nearer and nearer and the walls are closing in faster and faster, it only seems to help his popularity rise. He does better when he's under attack. And that's what his supporters like about him. And that's what his base will rally around him for any time that any type of trouble is on the horizon for him. So... Once again, I think Teflon Don came out of that week, not only on skates, but looking more powerful and more popular than ever. But what is interesting, going back to uh, polling data, Quinnipiac poll, I don't know where Quinnipiac University is. I believe it's Pennsylvania. I'm going to say Pennsylvania. I don't know anyone who's ever gone there. But nonetheless, (laughs) I know them from their polling institution. 57% of Americans say if you're charged with a crime, uh, you should no longer be able to run for president. They say that that should disqualify you. Now, I would push back a little bit again. If you're charged with a crime, you're innocent until proven guilty. We must continue to have that as a reminder every single day. The D.A., you can be charged with a crime at any time. Mm-hmm. They can charge you. And if they want to charge you, they will. Right. If they truly, if the government puts their their eye of Sauron on you, they will find something good to, way to charge you with. Yeah. So I push back a little bit on the idea of just being charged with a crime. Um, but that is what Americans are saying right now. Democrats, 88% of them uh, say that if you're charged with a crime, you should no longer run. Now, tr- 75% of Republicans, interestingly enough, think criminal charges should not disqualify him from running again. Now, Mm. I think it's safe to say if the shoe was on the other foot, these polling data would be exactly Exactly. flipped. So let's just remember that. But that is an interesting point on the backdrop of what you were saying, Travis, when it comes to his fan base Mm -hmm. getting more and more solidified, although it did seem like his Waco rally uh, simmered out a little bit around 30 <laughs> minutes out there was some reports of people leaving and things like that but fernando as far as him donnie that in that case saying i'm going to be arrested and then elvin bragg saying no you better watch out and then nothing happening mm-hmm. is this just more of the freaking same i feel like i'm in a goddamn horror movie and history just repeats. And every single time we're like, maybe this is it. It's sensationalism. And it's it's working, though, because we're talking about him again. He's the he's the top story on everything. DeSantis, mm-hmm. he's old. He's an old cow. Already. Isn't I'll, that weird how DeSantis yep. seems like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. He's boring, Ben. He's boring. He's weird. He's awkward. Trump is funny. Trump's out there saying crazy <laughs> stuff. He's saying he, he stopped the deficit from China. He built miles and miles of the wall, all of which is a lie. But he's saying it. And he's been repeating these lies for long enough that I, maybe people are really starting to truly believe it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe or again, maybe in a strange 
perverse world, Donald Trump represents the stable past. Remember when oh things were so God. stable? Before, right can before we, inflation, right before the war, can right? We be, trust yes. Ron DeSantis. Who is this new upstart? Yeah. Maybe we need to go back to what was working. Oh my Even God. though, for those that forgot the four years under the Trump administration, to say that the country was stable is a bit <laughs> of an under or a bit of an overstatement. Mm. According to Quinnipiac University polling analyst Tim Malloy, this is what he says. He says, yes say Americans. It was all about him and not the country's well-being when Trump proclaimed he was targeted for arrest. And yes, he should be forever banished from office if he is charged as a criminal. Uh, So that's an interesting sort of it's interesting with the polling data. I'm not sure if it's really reflective of what would happen in a GOP primary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, is 57% of Americans as a whole say, yeah, bro, you're charged with a crime. Take care of that. Maybe if you're found innocent, maybe you can run for president. But in a GOP primary where 75% are like, well, I don't give a flying fuck. If anything, it makes him cooler to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what matters the most, I suppose. Yeah, he's he's taking on the system. You know, that's what people liked about him back in 2016. People who are angry with government, people who are angry with Washington, felt Washington was out of touch, basically fell under the spell of this quote-unquote billionaire who was like, I alone can fix it. And then he tried, and then they came after me. They came after your favorite president, and now I'm going to be wacko and waco, and you should all come and join me. Yes, indeed. And of course, if you are Joe Biden, you look at that polling data and say, well, in a general, things are going to be great then. Yeah. Right. Because you say, well, when we have both parties coming together, all people, independents, uh, Dems, Republicans voting in a general, perhaps this will tilt the tilt the needle in the way of the Dems. And that's what's dangerous to me, because when the Dems get comfortable, they start doing really stupid things like what happened with Hillary and Bernie. They thought Trump was not a threat. So Hillary went and sabotaged Bernie, cut him, you know, cut him under the knees. And what ended up happening, they screwed themselves completely over and Trump mm-hmm. won in the in the maelstrom. And when it comes to the TikTok stories that we'll talk about in a second, everyone sounded stupid. <laughs> Even yeah. AOC was stu- like, everyone was stupid. She's the one that's supposed to know what's going on. Like, She's played among us. She's supposed to know, Ben. I know. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie said that he's tired of hearing of Donald Trump's grievances. Uh, maybe that's the diabetes. Because uh, it does make one slightly more exhausted than someone who isn't morbidly obese. Uh, Christie said on the Hugh Hewitt show, which uh, Hugh Hewitt, wow, he really is fascinating. Uh, he says, I think that no leader who is backward looking is a leader who can be victorious. Mm, and take it from right. Chris Christie, a man who literally can't turn around. Um <laughs> He says, and I'm tired of hearing about his grievances. What leg does he have to stand on? <laughs> Who's voting for Chris Christie? Like no, the people, yeah. who does he, like, it's the same thing with, um, I mean, honestly, in some ways uh, with uh, Marianne Williamson, who I think her campaign <laughs> is over because it turns out she was kind of mean to everybody. Yeah, it, it all Aww. fell apart. Well, it's just oh, because no. her entire thing was predicated on not being so mean to everybody. It turns out she's, oh, she's horrible, like mean to everybody. Person. And she was like, I didn't hit a person. I just hit a car until it broke, until the window broke. It's like, well, are you Bill Goldberg? But Chris Christie, who the hell is his base? Who's his? Who, Nikki Haley, who's her base? Mm. Mike Pence. What the fuck is a Mike Pence base? Who is who? Mother. Mother. It's his mother, mother, which is his wife and his mother. (laughs) Right. So it's like, if does how delusional is Chris Christie, a horrible governor of New Jersey? He had a time just because the juxtaposition with he working with Barack Obama, I believe that's for Hurricane Sandy relief. It was a good look. It made him look like he could work with the other side. Then, of course, we have Beachgate. Right. Where this fucking asshole yep. with his dumpy ass family closes the beach, except for for them, yep. and then Bridgegate, which led to the yes. death of a person because a mayor didn't vote for him, so he shut down the bridge uh, that uh, led to uh, EMTs not being able to get to an elderly person's home where mm-hmm. they then died. Who? What is there, Travis? One politician other than DeSantis or the Orange Monster within the Republican Party that would run in a primary that could get anything. Nikki Haley is the only one that comes to mind, but the reports about her 
are the same as DeSantis, that the more people see her, the more people interact with her in person, the less they like her. The only one who's got that magic touch is the Teflon Don. He's the only so one with people, stupid. even if they, you know, 30 minutes of Waco, maybe that's when they're like, you know what? He's still got my boat. Let's get the hell out of here. Like that could be why people left. And, and to your point about Chris Christie, keep in mind, he may be saying that on the Hugh Hewitt show, Cleveland's own Hugh Hewitt. The only time I like Hugh Hewitt is when he tweets about Cleveland sports. And I'm like, all right, Hugh, you're still okay in my book, I guess. <laughs> wow. But you really, beyond- you really follow some cool people. <laughs> Wow, You know, Twitter's good for absolutely nothing. And uh, <laughs> right. that's one of those things. <laughs> wow. But Chris Christie, yeah, he, he, he may say that. a lot of celebrities. On... This guy's he's a cloud chaser. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fanboy. Uh, Hugh Hewitt? <laughs> Hugh? It's a Hugh Hewitt. <laughs> of, Hugh's, of Hugh's who's Hewitt. Okay, yeah, I'm Hugh idea. Hewitt. Well, Hugh, can you, did you give yourself a Grundy this morning or do I have to do it for you? Oh, well, either way. Again, Chris Christie may be brave enough to say that on the Hugh Hewitt show, but then we know what he'll do, Ben. When he was promoting yes. his book, he'll turn around and go and Tucker Carlson or Laura Ingram and say, hey, if Trump's the candidate, I'll vote for him again. That's what he'll do. That's what and he, these guys will fall in line so... no matter how much they ding, 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 sound the alarms as much as they can. What legs does Chris Christie have left to stand on? He can't. He can barely stand. Yes, indeed. And I think, I hate this, but it's because of the quote-unquote authenticity of Trump. When Nikki Haley, uh, you know, DeSantis, when you see them, you see that they are, in fact, Ivy League elites. When you see them broken mm-hmm. down and you see them in public, you see that they're, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? That, Ted Cruz. Yeah, Ted that, Cruz is the same exactly, way. Exactly. That mm-hmm. Ivy, that eliteness. But like Trump, crusty. he's still the poor man's view of a rich guy. You know, he's like, I mean, if he I is... became rich, I'm going to be like Trump. I'm going to cover everything. I'm not, I'm being a, I'm being a hypocritical here or sarcastic, but mm-hmm. I'm going to cover everything in gold. I'm going to have a gold toilet. I'm going to live mm-hmm. in opulence. And so he still connects in a way that these people, other Ivy League rich peoples truly don't. Well, he sure. is he is an one thing that we know for a fact that is true is that he's gonna lie. And <laughs> in a strange way, people are like, Well, at least I know he's lying. At least I know he's lying to me. Right. Which what is he's so lying about. Stupid. Yeah. Uh Chris Christie goes on again talking about the J6 riots. Uh, he says that Trump tried to legitimize them. He says, Well, I think Donald Trump's trying to do that. And I think that the more oxygen he's given on this issue the more he tries to mainstream his particular point of view. So the calls for Donald Trump not to be the nominee are coming from within the House and obviously Mm. outside the House as well. But there's many people, many roommates Mm. that uh, like Donnie there as well. So who knows? It might just be Biden Trump. Round two. Mm. How exciting. They're so old. <laughs> yeah, they all are old. <laughs> yeah, this uh. is going to be the slower, dumber version. It's, uh, yes. it's like uh, Dumb and Dumberer 2. More dumb? I don't know. You get the idea. I got two words for you. Made in America. Made in America. <laughs> that hat three was three made words. in oh China. Uh, wait, made in uh. America. Yeah, it's three words. Okay. There you go. You got it right. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Also, just lastly, on polling data, there's two different, I hate these terms, beer track and oh, wine I track. I, I never even heard of these before. Basically, what they're saying is that wealthy Republicans, they prefer uh, DeSantis, people who are uh, higher income and have college degrees. They like DeSantis more. That's called the wine track. Oh, and then ooh. the beer track are the GOP voters uh, who are slightly less economically elite and perhaps have a slightly lower education, they support Donald Trump, and that's called the beer track. 
Um, Trump right now leading again DeSantis 46% to mm. 32%. So it is very strange. I feel like DeSantis fatigue has already set in and he yeah. is he even officially announced <laughs> he hasn't i mean in fact I, I don't always read all of roger stone's emails they can get right. pretty <laughs> long winded yeah. but um you know again roger when roger says something one week you find the trump campaign saying it the week after so it is some interesting insight and roger did point out that ron DeSantis has made a lot of miscalculations here and to your point ben he hasn't even officially announced yet. They're still waiting like two more months, but he's yeah. on this book tour right now because that's what you do when you're about to run for president. You write a book and then you go sign copies. But Ron DeSantis, he's very strange in the interactions. He's only like, you got to buy a book to talk to him. And then he doesn't even really talk to you. He just signs it. He doesn't even personalize it. Just little things like that. And Ron DeSantis, you know, his his crowd is Trump crowd. Like he's trying to appeal to the Trumpers and pull them over to his side because a lot of DeSantis people come from the Trump camp originally. Yeah. But in doing so, DeSantis is also trying to pull from that anti-Trump crowd. Mm-hmm. And to your point about wine and beer, sometimes they just don't mix. Yeah. And that's yeah, you're right. DeSantis's problem right now is, well, which crowd are you trying to appeal to? The the never Trumpers, the Jeb Bushes, the, the Cheneys, the folks who are trying to oust Trump from this primary or are mm-hmm. you trying to get that trump base at the you know end what of the you got to do mm-hmm. the perfect mix sainides <laughs> that's what you want you want yeah. that sainides uh, you want that malt but it's got a little bit of wine flavor to it mm. it keeps you messed up bro <laughs> did you ever drink those boone's farm did oh, you ever boone's oh, farm oh, man, boone's Doug, man. Doug, my my favorite. 2020 that's mine right my there. favorite mm. fucking wine is watermelon pineapple Dump it all into a bathtub with a little some pieces of fruit and some Everclear. Ooh, buddy, you're gonna have a party tonight. All right. Well, speaking of wine, Alec Baldwin, elitist. Interesting. Let's move on. Let's talk about obviously the shooting. I want to mention the name of the shooter. We don't really mention them. It was six people. They were dead. Three of them were very, very young. Three of them were teachers. It fucking sucks. We all know it's absolutely horrendous. Uh, Politicians again go to their corners. And they uh, play the blame game, mm-hmm. uh, none of which has addressed the issue as to why does this person have a fucking AR-15 right. and why are they walking through a school shooting innocent people? But whatever. One of the stories that came out of this was Alec Baldwin. Uh, he posted on social media. He posted a lyric or something that Peter Frampton had posted. Peter Frampton talking about in the UK, there was a shooting about 30 years ago. And ever since then, they've had no shootings because they took all the guns away. But it was just kind of funny because, uh, you know, he shot and killed somebody. Yes. Right. So that was kind of that (laughs) that was people were just like, whoa, wow, Alec, this one, huh? That's kind (laughs) of a funny thing. Maybe you don't need to talk about this one. It just the saddest thing about all of this. It brings out so many different types of people trying to sadly clout chase another Mm -hmm. mass shooting. Mm -hmm. And in this case, Alec Baldwin. If you thought it was bad that he came back with a hot interview with Woody Allen right after the shooting of uh, Mitch Hutchinson. Now, of course, he is uh, taking to social media to gloat about how pious he is on gun laws. Of course, perhaps if he would have taken some gun training, he would have shot and killed that woman and shot and injured the director. So let's discuss a little bit of anger right now going on in the country. Nashville, that's where this shooting took place. Gun control activists, their state capital, they uh, they ran amok in the state capital. And, you know, I'm just violence begets violence. And I don't think any of this shit ever works. So in this case, it was gun control activists. They were seen storming Tennessee's state capital and um, they were fighting with police and things of that nature. I understand nothing seems to be getting done. All the mm-hmm. legislation that's been passed in the past 23 years regarding gun laws have been to loosen gun laws, loosen restrictions. Ohio is, I believe, becoming a uh, a um, constitutional, constitutional carry, carry yeah. which is just a clever name of saying there's no more fucking rules. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you got to have a license to drive a car, but you don't got to have any kind of ID or anything, basically. Training. Training, Training to get these guns. So people feel like Politicians haven't done their job and people feel like this is um, such a horrible thing that's happening only in America. And so in this case, it spilled over to the Tennessee state capitol 
And it's just, it's sad to see that this is what it's coming to. I mean, this reminds me of Michigan when that was the lockdown. This seems to be sort of a new protocol from whichever group is super upset. And I understand the anger in the country, but what do you guys think as far as what, how do we, there has to be some, we got to get the steam out here. We've got to get, we've got to stop this water from boiling. There has Mm -hmm. to be something done because we can't just all, we can't just constantly be storming state capitals after every single, you know, thing that we disagree with. I just don't, what, what do you think, Travis? I mean, what can be done? Because politicians have officially given up because they're bought and fucking sold. You know, they 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 don't want to do anything with it. I don't fully understand why we can't just get rational gun policies. 25. If you want to get an AR-15, you should be over 25 years old, I believe. Yeah. It's the same thing for you. You you can't even check into a lot of hotels unless you're can't 25 years car. old. So I don't know. Travis, what do you think as far as like some reasonable, rational things that we can do to help prevent a shooting. I mean, nothing will, it's impossible to prevent everything, but something can be done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said, uh, when violence happens, you can't exactly try to go fix that with violence, right? So it, going and storming and yelling at your lawmakers and then, I mean, threatening them with violence. I mean, obviously that's not going to happen. There was a clip though, that Fernando sent us that uh, stood out to me about this woman, a mother who basically stepped in to a Fox News live shoot. Yeah, I saw that. And she basically, I mean, you know, almost as if I was waiting for the the cues of she's a crisis actor, Soros is paying for her. But this mother, and I don't know who she is, I I think her name has eventually gotten out there, but she just got on the microphone and very, um, very logically explained, like, are you not sick of covering this? She was saying that to the news media, obviously. Yeah. Well, and it is disgusting. I mean, like, you know, like flies to shit. The way that the media swarms on these situations and these people are mourning, I, I, I mean, isn't that gross? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's gross enough enough of itself. But this woman, you yeah. know, she's saying that she's there in Nashville and this mass shooting happens, and she said that they had just survived another mass shooting with her family uh, while they were in Chicago. I believe she was referencing the, the Chicago, the July Fourth mass shooting, and so that's where I'm starting to think it's just we need. Women, mothers, family members like this to be the ones to start stepping up, start running for political office. Um, we obviously need the NRA. The NRA, as we've covered on this show, is not just losing money and members, but clout and credibility um, every month. And I'm, I'm yeah. you've got to start to wonder, maybe there's some of their lobbying power is starting to wean out. And I almost wonder if just, again, these these very logical mothers and fathers and family members can in any way start stepping up and not just speaking out like that, but running for office and becoming elected officials themselves. I think that's the only way we're going to get any quote unquote, as you said, common sense uh, gun reform, because again, we did have an assault weapons ban in this country for a few years. And then after it expired, I believe in the early two thousands during the Bush administration, that's what's made these AR 15s and everything so accessible. You know, when we did have the ban in place, it's kind of like that Peter Frampton post that Alec Baldwin referenced. Like, yeah, we didn't have mass shootings on the scale that we have now. There's still obviously gun violence in America because this is America. But the AR-15s is when it really gets so ugly and so deadly so fast. Well, one group that stormed the Capitol, they were the Trans Radical Activist Network, which actually is is trans. Mm-hmm. So that's an acronym that works. Look at that. <laughs> Usually that's the right. acronyms are always like, yeah, don't make puff, sense. and you're like, yeah. what does it mean? <laughs> International Pastry University Foods. Um, <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So they have said that they're, again, they're calling for a trans day of visibility. 
And then they wanted to rebrand it perhaps as a trans day of vengeance. I am vengeance. Again, every group has a radical wing yeah. to them. Yeah. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. And we can't cast uh, everybody under the same net. Violence is not going to be the answer here. And we do just, uh, again, have to take these things and don't buy in. Don't become what the um, opponents want you to be, mm. which is violent, screaming. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's why Tucker Carlson in texts was so upset with J6. Yes. He said, they make us look horrible. They make right. us look like psychos. And of course, then you can have Marjorie Taylor Greene in this case. See, see, they're crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's disgusting and it's really sad. But let's play this video of the mother. Um, and if we can't listen to the mothers and the fathers in cases like this, you know, everyone's like, listen to kids. I'm like, let's listen to the parents also that lost their children because they're the ones who can vote. Right. So let's just listen to this woman. I think she makes some great points. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these mass shootings? I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. Assault weapons are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl. We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose loose gun laws. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of. That is fantastic Mm -hmm. and that's another area safe storage laws uh, Mm -hmm. because we hear about that where a a four-year-old will accidentally shoot themselves or a family member because they have a gun on the freaking table for all the people that are gun enthusiasts um respect it you know i grew up we took hunter safety every i mean maybe at this point we need to have gun safety almost taught in schools i don't freaking know if guns are going to be fucking everywhere maybe we just you know need raise the age yep you can still have the constitutional right. I mean, the only reason that an 18-year-old can get an AR-15 is because uh, they said you have to be 21 to get a handgun. And then the Supreme Court said, well, that's not right. So we better mm. make sure they can have assault rifles. Mandatory. If you're going to go get a gun, you need to take training. Same way with exactly. a car. Not. I mean, this, give me six hours. That's Just it. six hours. How do you hold the gun? How do you put what the safety do? on? How do you How turn do you it off? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, just do typical things that you would do. With any tool, if you get a new John Deere truck, you know, for your farm, for your farm and you never rode it before, you don't want to end up like Jeremy fucking Renner. <laughs> you get someone to train you how to use it. Right. Mm. So I, I don't know. I, I, that woman, I thought that that was just a really important thing where this loose gun in this case, in AR-15, this isn't something, it's not a mad magazine. You don't just right. have it behind the goddamn mm-hmm. toilet when mm-hmm. you go take a crap. I mean, right. what are, show, if you really love guns. Show enough respect for them to realize how powerful they are. Like when I was growing up, all of my family, all the friends of mine that had guns, ammo was stored in a different spot. They right. were never stored with mm-hmm. with ammo in them. Mm-hmm. They were always, you know, made sure that they were empty. And we didn't really fuck. Like we would go to the woods occasionally and we would like shoot guns and stuff. But you don't fuck around. It's right. very serious. And But we just kind of had that ingrained. Maybe it was just because it was the Midwest education. is a, it's a hunting culture. And I suppose maybe. You know, some of the coasts maybe don't have that hunting culture, so then they don't have the same things put in place. But in order to shoot a gun, in order to hunt, you have to have hunter safety. Yes. And I don't see why that's not something that's universal. You're touching on on exactly what's needed. Just education, Ben. Education. You know, education. We had that recently. We had that kid that the four-year-old or five-year-old that took a gun to school and shot his. That's uh, right. You know, oh, that was so horrible. Ed, again, that was someone not properly storing their gun, right. leaving bullets in the gun, because there's no way that a four-year-old right. kind of, no. you know, Machiavellian scheme put this together. No. no, that was a lacking of a parent, lacking of education. So they, everything you talked about is exactly right. Education. And that's why people like Tim Burchett, this is a Tennessee Republican, uh, obviously Nashville being the place of this uh, sh- school shooting at a private school, interestingly enough. Uh, he says that there's nothing that they can do. He says lawmakers are not going to fix it. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
he says, uh, this Jesus. is what he says. He says, uh, he acknowledged that three precious ki- little kids lost their lives and, and uh, I believe three adults. He continues, it's horrible. It's horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Oh Crimin- he says, criminals are going to be criminals. It is. It's- so he's just completely given up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He says, uh, this is what he says. He says, my daddy fought in second world war, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese. And he told me, buddy, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. Oh, oh, man. So that's a great piece of logic. Also, uh, we had done a uh, much different gun laws back then after yes. World War II. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, a thing called Armalite 15 didn't exist. So. Right. Yeah. More reassuring words from an elected official. I mean, these are the type of guys who need to they need to be have people run against them. And so they can own their words and be held accountable for for statements like that. I mean, I mean, just I, listen to that sentence. It's horrible. It's a horrible situation, and we're not going to fix, gonna it. fix mm-hmm. it. Right? I mean, <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you so much. What? A, well, that's a great thing. Thank yeah. you so. Wow, that really makes me feel real good because again, there are ways to at least help decline. I mean, as that woman pointed out, it's the number one killer of kids and teens are fucking. Guns. I mean, Tennessee, uh, Travis sent us a picture of Andy Ogle with him and his family oh, holding psychopath. a bunch of assault yeah. rifles. So yeah. the reality is it's not even a problem. As you're seeing with, yeah. with this man's response, it's not even an issue that they can understand. It's just a issue. fun, co- it's, it's a postcard. It, it's just a consequence of freedom in their mm. eyes rather also, than an actual disease. If you want to know why Mr. Burchett thinks that, he has a A rating. From the National Rifle Association, of he says he's solidly pro-gun. He's a he's the uh, he describes himself as quote solidly pro-gun candidate with a record of support in the Second Amendment. Anyway, it's uh, it's just unbelievable that this person is so brainwashed and crazy that he uttered the sentence. It's horrible. We're not going to fix it. Yeah. I mean, that's not a great campaign slogan. That's, no, it's not. That, that is the opposite of Jeb Bush's campaign slogan. And Jeb Bush's campaign slogan wasn't even a good campaign slogan. Jeb no. will fix it. Jeb will fix it, which also was Jimmy Savile's, uh, a massive pedophile from the UK. That was the name of his <laughs> most famous show. Jim will fix it. So that was just one of many of Jeb's massive, massive <laughs> campaign problems. I guess before we go too far, I think something you said really stuck to me about how do do we have like maybe in school education for guns? Yeah. Do you think that would help? You know how they used to do red asphalt well, for was, for drunk driving. Oh yeah. So what if? So because I watch, I play Call of Duty, I play Resident Evil. When yeah. I shoot someone on there, it's not graph, it's not bad. But what if I really knew the consequences as an right. eight year old Ben? What if you showed me what it looks like someone getting well, shot with an AR fifteen? Would I still want to do it? I mean, I think at least it would. I don't know if eight. Well, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I education to me is always a better answer than com- no education at all. Exactly. Until afterwards. Yeah. But, well, I mean, it's for- crazy because now we have. I'm sorry, Travis, but now we have a whole generation of the, the school shooting, the victim generation of school shootings, and it's uh, it's really crazy, man. Yeah, I mean that picture of that little girl on the bus crying, her hand up against the window. I mean that that picture said it all. But to Fernando's point, the Washington Post did run um, some images as part of a story, a multimedia story, to show what happens when an AR-15 bullet hits a body and how it's different, how the bullet itself yes. and the trajectory, mm-hmm. the power with which it's shot, is all very different from a normal, you know, twenty-two or something along those lines. I mean, it yeah. rips apart. The body. I mean, we remember the reports from the Uvalde shooting, oh which was, gosh. you know, not the recent, just recent past. Um, but they could only identify some of those poor little kids' bodies by the shoes they were wearing. And, and that's course, what AR-15s, that's what those bullets do. So it may be good right. to educate and, somebody on that. And of course, Uvalde stands out because speaking of not fixing anything, law enforcement officers not uh, intervening in any way in that mm-hmm. case. So disgusting. That killed 19 students and two teachers. And then, of course, the really horrific Buffalo, New York. I mean, they're all horrific. The Buffalo, New York shooting where 10 people were killed. That was a uh, race based hate crime. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many times these politicians just argue that assault rifles are there to kill prairie dogs and feral hogs. And right. they just pretend like, uh, you know, this other stuff is 
collateral damage to the to the war yeah. on prairie dogs. Consequences what are we of talking freedom. about That's here? Bullshit. Right. Yeah, so if uh, uh and now to even add a different layer to this, <laughs> obviously this person, the shooter being transgender, this has sort of led to um this is like now culture war stuff. So mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. guns will not be discussed. Now it's the mental health of this transgender yes. person. Right. And um it's now it's just become so convoluted and so so disgusting and uh, people are just taking all sides and again there's no i don't give a fuck what happened to this person they're a piece of shit they killed three children i don't care i don't care what happens to you in your life if you kill children you're a horrible piece of shit i don't care what you are how you identify so that on that front i don't give a fuck and then on the front well see this is what they do. That's also not true. No, uh, this right. is, no. to my knowledge, the first time mm-hmm. somebody who is transgender has ever been um, the culprit of something like this. Mostly it's white dudes, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just been, it's been heartbreaking for so many reasons. And sadly, I think now with the trans issue, the gun issue is like, they don't, <sighs> this politician can just straight up say, we, we're not going to do anything to stop it and then move on to banning books in schools. So yeah. kids don't right. get the wrong idea. Yeah, Ohio's own Senator J.D. Vance was too quick to tweet that, that exact same sentiment, that that this is the left's woke transgender agenda. And again, it's just like, okay, not even all the facts were in at that point. I mean, this no. is like an hour after it happens. This is a sitting U.S. senator. So it, it's, it's... It's unbelievable. So, it's always such a shame that these things get so politicized so quickly, so soon after they happen. Yep, and you'll see, I think next episode we'll talk a little bit more just about media, but I guarantee you the right-wing media is trans is trans is the topic of conversation. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, the gay population is about 10% of the uh, country and about not even one full 1% of that is transgender right. people. So right. they just, anything to paint with a, with a wide brush, they'll take it. And it's very mm-hmm. sad because mm-hmm. people are still, children, babies are still... Right dead something has to happen and i just feel so bad for this generation of kids i you know i mean what our parents generation kind of had to do like get under the desk in case a nuke comes which Mm -hmm. that's not gonna help right and then i guess we did tornado drills i feel like i got really blessed literally we (laughs) just did tornado drills. it was real chill it was weather it was just a little bit of weather (laughs) right yeah we ours was bomb threats especially in the wake of uh 9-11 that's what we yeah you must have mm-hmm. been because I graduated in 2000. So that was pre 9-11 post Columbine. So things changed a little bit yeah. Yeah. after that. All my friends got expelled. But um, <laughs> but now, yeah, I just read something. There's a new company. I think they just went public and literally they just sell bulletproof walls. Yeah, they sell like bomb that, shelters for inside the classroom. Yes, for exactly inside the yeah. classroom. Oh, so there's a, it's, an, it's a cottage industry. That's exactly it. Uh, protecting children from mass shooters. Um there are things that can be done. I just feel horrible because kids school, how do you even learn? How do you learn? And in right. this case, another, another interesting component, it was a private school mm-hmm. often. And so you do wonder if these are going to, if it, you know, private school, will the parents, uh, maybe they're more of that wine, uh, wine track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Will that mm. move the needle? Well, the fact that it's someone transgender, will someone say, well, maybe we need to ban ARs now, but mm-hmm. I think they're just going right. to probably have more legislation banning whatever uh drag shows things <laughs> right. of that nature which we'll talk about next episode also because the majority of people oppose laws restricting drag shows but this kind of stuff it's just gonna continue to percolate especially within a republican primary season which we are in 58 percent of people say leave drag shows alone who gives a fuck but anyway let's move on to tiktok okay mm. so tiktok number one i just want to say this outright I am against banning it. Um, I feel like Meta is behind all of the. <laughs> yes, we right. are being spied on. Yes. Just so you know, if you're on TikTok, you are being spied on. Right. Um, if you're on Facebook. If you're on Instagram, it's if you're all. On, shit. You have a Gmail. You are right. being spied on. You're being spied on. Just so you know. So if you're gonna go try to get a hit out on your wife, don't make a TikTok asking for one. <laughs> you're gonna get caught. Uh, um. Yes. Do, do I think there's some negative components to it? Absolutely. Freaking Lutely. Yeah. I'm not on it. Yeah. But if you ban it. What's the difference? Uh, anyway, that's just my banning is not going to be the thing mm-hmm. because right. then I don't know. Kids are just gonna be like, you got that TikTok account. 
Yo, man, you got <gasps> that TikTok account, bro? <laughs> you don't or think- they'll just go to Instagram Reels, which I think, again, is really what this is all about. I was going to say, if you don't think it's just Facebook just trying to get some more market share out of these 150 million Americans, then mm. that's, I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, that's what we've we've covered on this show before, that basically TikTok, because it's uh, from a Chinese company, all the American social media companies are like, hold on, you're just spying on Americans taking their data and selling it? Buddy, that's our game. Yes. So AOC, she's she's mad at the libs of TikTok. Uh, that was created by somebody, but then she says they're transphobic, so I want nothing to do with you. And I'm like, just get off of this shit. <laughs> it's all stupid, and it's horrible. And I, the one thing I will say when it comes to not allowing TikTok, I don't mind if people who work in government don't have it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. If it's like your job and you have a top secret job, it's like you probably don't need TikTok. No one needs yeah. it. Yeah. It's trash. No one needs it, right. right. But as Fernando said before the show, 150 million people are on it. Mm-hmm. So half of Americans, it's also like, well, when there's not a lot of jobs and we're, they say 80% of jobs are going to be affected greatly by AI. If you can make some money doing a TikTok dance, I guess that's better than nothing. I don't know. What else are you going to do? Exactly. So I, (laughs) you know, I don't know. I mean, I I don't, you don't get much money if you get like 10 million uh, views or something. I think you get like a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, it's like a cent, 0.01 cents or something. I don't know. I guess it's a way for people to make money. So I'm not against that. It just sucks, but whatever. So does a lot of shit. Well, I know we were just talking about legislators are completely out of touch with their constituents, but I believe we have some sound from these hearings that uh, show that everyone, Republican, Democrat, it doesn't really matter. They all uh, seem to be out of touch when it comes to TikTok. And again, like Fernando said, who's probably behind this? Who's, Who's out there lobbying for social media to be more regulated and yet, having to only apply to the one Chinese company, their competitor, it's mm. your Facebooks, it's your Metas, it's your Instagrams, it's your Twitters. I mean, Elon Musk and uh, Mark Zuckerberg have got to be loving these TikTok hearings. As a matter of fact, we have a bit of a mashup. Ooh, I love a good mashup. It's like that. <laughs> it's like that TV show where they make moonshine. Mm. You got to mash it. Oh, yeah. oh. I've never right. seen it. <laughs> you never saw Moonshine? It's so stupid, bro. <laughs> anyway, the moonshine looks horrible. And I think it erodes your teeth. Um, but anyway, this is a mashup. Uh, Travis, who are we about to hear from here? I mean, it looks like we got uh, Dan Crenshaw, yeah, a man who looks a like a super villain. And, it's a little, it's a who's who of who doesn't know what they're talking about. And I and ironically, this matchup is brought to us by TikTok. Uh, so all of this was posted on TikTok. And uh, let's just play these politicians asking some of the dumbest questions that you could ever imagine. And my last point is this. I want to say this to all the teenagers out there and, and TikTok influencers. Cool. Who think we're just old and out of touch and don't know what we're talking about. You are. Can you tell me right now? Can you say with 100 percent certainty that TikTok does not use the phone's camera to determine whether the content that elicits a pupil dilation should be amplified by the algorithm. Can you tell me that? We do not collect body, face, or voice data to identify our users. We do not. The, the, the only fa- you, you don't? The, no. The only face data that you get that we collect is when you use the filters to have, say, sunglasses on your face. We need to know where your eyes are. And Why that, do you need it, to know what the eyes are if you're not seeing if they're dilated? Oh, my God. And, and that oh, data yeah. is stored on your local device and deleted after use if you use it for facial. Has TikTok at any time fed precise GPS information collected from U.S. users into algorithms? Oh, my God. I can't. To make inferences about users. Has TikTok at any time provided the Chinese government with either precise GSP information collected from U.S. users or inferences made from that data? She's on the wine track. I can give you a straight no. Yes. Mr. Chu, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? <laughs> if you if you allow it to, Only yes. If the user turns on the Wi-Fi, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I may not understand the. So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone oh. is on my home Wi-Fi network, oh, does okay. TikTok access that network? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It will have that's to, works. to yeah. access the network to get connections to the internet. If, if that's the question. <laughs> All I know is Wi-Fi. You're explaining they, Wi-Fi to Congress. <laughs> All I know is the Chinese government doesn't need TikTok. To know that our country is stupid. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was a congressional hearing. <laughs> That's a congressional the, hearing. That was the cream of the oh, crop. God. That was oh, it reminds me, it reminds me of old, remember, who's the senator from Alaska? Ted Stevens. 
yes. who back in the day referred to the internet as a series of tubes. Well, but in some ways it is <laughs> it a is series tubes, of tubes. It is tubes, Travis. So. It is. They go under the ocean. Um, yeah, but 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 he was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, just based upon the questions, I don't think that our government needs to be banning TikTok. Mm. If you don't want to be on it, which I am not, get don't do it and then get off of it if you're on it and you hate yeah, it. Right. Because um yeah, it's just a tool. Make some money off of it, but I don't know. Whatever. I can't I'm not gonna I play Madden. I don't fucking know. I play Madden five hours tonight. So what am I going to do? Tell people what to do with their lives? I don't know. Let's not forget the Zuck. He is way up there. He's yes. in the he's in in he's in the cohort. He's a consort to all these elites. He basically mm. just texted them and he goes, "I want this Chinese billionaire out." Yeah. You know, mm. basically yeah. because that's why. And then of course with reels and Instagram's basically taking the algorithm as well, mm -hmm. and that's what they uh, that's what they want. But. Well, if they can win the fight, then so be it. I'm, I'm on Instagram. Right. I love Instagram. I do. Mm -hmm. mm. I like pig videos and videos of dogs. Yeah. I get um, a lot of raccoon memes. And you yes, know what? Do. <laughs> they just know me so well. They do. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll be back later on this week. Hang in there. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.